Hello there, and welcome to Galavision. This is episode two of the brand new podcast series brought to you by myself, the Gal Life, Alexia Gonzalez. And Galavision is all about helping you celebrate every day and making sure that you remember that your story is worth telling and worth celebrating. And that's what I'm doing with my story and my everyday and hoping that you can take away some insight and some tips from my experiences for your story. So welcome to episode two of Galavision. I'm in my studio in St. Pete, Florida, the Gala Life studio. We got a new mic stand, people. I feel so legit with my super cool mic arm. Thank you so much to my husband and podcast producer, Mike Snyder. I still have to change my last name. We've been married nine months now, and I haven't done it yet, so... That may be like a little birthday present that I give him, but I'm drinking my signature blend iced coffee from The Blend, and I freaking love this cold brew. It's got sea salt, it's got coconut, vanilla, and a little bit of sugar-free caramel, and it clearly gets me hyped up for the day, so. Sipping on some local coffee for this episode, which we love. So I'm so excited and happy to be talking to you today because last week was the launch of the Galavision podcast with episode one, and it was one of the scariest moments, one of the most terrifying, exciting experiences, something that, you know, I've experienced launching the gal life and my own platform, launching my own business. So it wasn't a new fear, but it was a fear that... I forgot how much I love and also how terrified it makes me with anxiety and just the vulnerability of putting yourself out there and putting a creation out there wholeheartedly and you never know how people will react. You never know what kind of judgment you'll receive. There's always haters. There's always like random trolls. So all you have to do is let that slide like my abuela says, que te resbale and just keep doing you and that's what I'm doing with Galavision. I'm really holding myself to be consistent with putting out episodes every week because I really want this to thrive and grow with me. I'm trying not to keep an eye on follower count or viewer counts or downloads or anything like that because I'm just starting out. So I'm trying to have grace with this amazing experience that I'm really thankful for and so happy to have you tuning in today. So I launched the podcast actually so obviously I film these ahead of when they're released so today in real time was the actual launch day of episode one of Galavision so the launch day of Galavision I prepped everything the past couple of days to launch this morning I obviously couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited so I started like leaking on social media and that sounds so weird leaking on social media so I started like dripping hints on social media and then I slept like three hours and woke up just like frantic, like, oh my God, excited. And then I just thought, screw it. Let's put her out there, set her free, put her to the world. And it's been incredible. The feedback that I've received, the people who have taken the time to tune in and give me their feedback and commentary and just to show support and positivity and good vibes. I'm so grateful for that and to all of those people who even spend a second listening to anything that I have to say or reading anything that I do or anything that I create it's a blessing to be able to put content out into the world and have folks like you take it in and hopefully take something from it because that's the point to inspire and empower 
So I launched Gala Vision today in real time. So I've been trying to keep up with engagement, doing what you do with social media, the social part, responding to comments and feedback. And I've gotten a lot of texts and calls too, which has been great. I actually had a photo shoot today for a new collaboration that I can't really share too much about just yet, but it'll be launching very soon. I'm doing a jewelry collaboration with local designer, female entrepreneur, and an amazing woman, Jessica Santander. I always feel like I say your last name wrong, Jessica. So Jessica Santander, I need to like say it more Hispanic. So Jessica Santander Designs, make sure to give her a follow and stay tuned for our collaboration, which I cannot wait to share with the world. So Jessica and I did a photo shoot today for our launch where we got some great content at one of our favorite hotels in Tampa just to be able to release imagery and videos ahead of the launch of our collection together. So stay tuned for that. So exciting. So that's why I'm like kind of glammed up. I actually wore this jacket today in the photo shoot. I'm obsessed with this jacket. I got it for Christmas. I've always loved Alice in Wonderland since I was a little girl. My sweet 16 or actually my quinceanera was Alice in Wonderland themed. I need to pull up some pictures from that and, and overlay them here because it was the best party ever. I did it in the Metro Zoo. Mom, shout out to you because she planned this whole thing. But we did it in the Miami Metro Zoo. At night, I took over the zoo. And we had mushrooms everywhere. It was like a grandiose tea party. I snuck in booze. I was 15. <laughs> and we made jello shots and told my mom they were just like jello. Like, oh, jello, Alice in Wonderland. But they were actually jello shots. And the zoo found out. But anyways. Alice in Wonderland. That was my quinceanera. And then my bridal shower before my wedding, we did an Alice in Wonderland tea party too. So I saw this online by No Jeans. And I just had to have her. I would turn around, but there's a little, oh, there you go. So I wore this today as part of the photo shoot, as part of one of the looks. And we had a great time. The weather is getting better here. It was nice and chilly, but sunny. There's been a lot of gloom recently. So I'm glad that's going away. Can't wait to share more photos from this photo shoot today. It was super fun. But Alice in Wonderland, I love everything surreal. I love Lewis Carroll. So, so yes, I cannot wait to share more on that collection and that photo shoot. It's going to be amazing. And we actually shot at the Edition in Tampa, the Edition Hotel, and we just kind of like ran all over the property. You're not supposed to shoot there like with an actual camera. You have to reserve time to take photos professional photos there but we just ran around with a phone I brought in my suitcase and I had like three or four looks in there so that we could have different moments for the photo shoot and the whole <laughs> the staff the entire time was just kind of like staring at us and you know I would go into the bathroom with my suitcase change into a different look and then we would like go to a different part of the hotel and we got it done in about two hours and we weren't bothering anybody nobody said anything but I definitely got some looks but again you just have to let it slide. Spanish word of the week dovetails perfectly into that. Resbale. So I'm going to share actually a clip of my grandma or my abuela saying, que te resbale. So Spanish word of the week, resbale, which means to slide, but like slide in like a let it go manner. So just let it go. Que te resbale. Peace, love, slide. Spanish word of the week, 
resbale. So last episode, or the first episode of Galvision, I talked about, I showed one of my shows on the Home Shopping Network and talked about being a guest host and working on air and how I get nervous every time, and I, I still do. And I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about that. I work as a freelance guest host on the Home Shopping Network, and people often don't realize that the headquarters for HSN are here in St. Pete, Florida, 12 minutes from my house. And I, I didn't move to St. Pete because of that opportunity. It happened when I got here, which has been a blessing and an amazing opportunity, an amazing platform. And I just love working with the Home Shopping Network. It's so much fun. And I represent a couple of brands and I'm called in as a brand spokesperson. So while the Home Shopping Network has a, a ton of incredible full-time hosts, Valerie Stupp, Nicole Hickel, I mean, the list goes on and on. Bobby Rick Carter, Debbie Denham. These women are amazing, legitimate, full-time hosts on the Home Shopping Network and have been for a long time and are very established, and I look up to them so much. So as on-air guest hosts, we come on and represent the brand. So while the full-time host represents the network, we represent the brands. So that it's always a two-way conversation on the show and that it's always organic shopping and I have several brands that I get to work with and my favorite is Bobble Bar which is a jewelry brand I'm I'm sure you're aware of them they're all over they have more than five billion hits on social media which is one of my key phrases when I'm on air but this blanket is Bobble Bar they actually sent it to me for Christmas it is so cozy and comfy it's got my initials why I bring them up they just sent me the cutest Valentine's Day pieces from the Disney collection so I just wanted to show them to you first okay first of all it comes in this box and how cute it's like holographic so it's a beautiful gift box ASMR. oh my god so there's a Mickey Mouse and a Minnie Mouse and these are their bag charms like how cute I'm dying. She's so cute. She's covered in stones and enamel. And so this is their bag, one of their bag charms. And I'm obsessed. Matches perfectly with my new little coach Topia purse. And I just kind of clip it on. These are so fun. You can get them on hsn.com or on Bobble Bar. I'll drop the link. How fun is that? Or if you don't want to wear it on your bag, you just like can sit it on your desk like a little accessory. I like to do that too. So I'm a strong believer in manifestation at this point. And I think it really is all about intention and how you go into a new situation with your mindset and your intentions. And if you have those positive focused intentions, you will manifest those goals that you're seeking. And I hope you consider that in, in any goal that you may have to start really believing it as as if it's real. Now with Galavision, I'm really believing that I'm on a network television show. Again, 10 people may be watching me, but in my hearts of hearts, I'm achieving that dream that I've always wanted and treating it as such and respecting the craft and the process and the execution of it. And that's my plan. So manifestation and manifesting in 2024 
lots of creativity, lots of wonderful new ideas. And something that I've been reading excitedly and I've been talking to about everybody that would listen to me are Pinterest trends. I receive their trends every year that Pinterest predicts. And I just kind of want to like chat about some of them because I thought they were so interesting. So if you don't use Pinterest in your arsenal of content creation or social media, you are sadly losing out on a wonderful opportunity and a great platform that drives traffic. I love using Pinterest to drive traffic to my website, to blogs, to YouTube videos. It's crazy. Sometimes I'll create a pin that, you know, links to something important and it gets so many views from keywords and just from like an eye-catching visual and then those views feed into the link source or the source link. So I have a partnership with Visit St. Pete Clearwater VSPC, shout out to the local tourism board, (laughs) where I create a vlog video, YouTube video for them amongst kind of like a content bundle based on various campaigns. And one of the pieces of content that I provide is a YouTube vlog. And I pinned my vlog like when I first launched it for one of my campaigns and it got so many views and that bled into the YouTube views for VSPC and they were like wow you've gotten so many views on this video and obviously it was all the hard work and everything else organic and it was all organic but it was interesting to see how a pin bled into that and it funneled viewers and traffic so Pinterest is a platform you need to get on especially if you're highly visual But so a few of the trends that I found really interesting, jazz revival, millennials and Gen Z will trade electronic beats for soothing jazz and laid back environments. Searches were increasingly high for jazz aesthetic, jazz bar outfit, jazz funk. So consider that in your planning, especially if you're in content creation, social media or marketing, jazz inspired outlets, dimly lit venues, That kind of retro speakeasy vibe is all the rage for 2024 across age ranges. So consider that. And I know I had talked about a launch that I'm doing soon and we will be having a party for said launch and we are doing a jazz kind of speakeasy vibe. So looks like we're on trend. Thank you, Pinterest. Another cool trend that I love is make it big. Beauty and baubles and fashion are just going to be bigger and chunkier and bolder and puffier fluffy hair sculptural jewelry I mean I clearly live in that aesthetic already but one of my favorite trends that feeds into this is that mob wife aesthetic which is all the big poofy hair the long acrylic nails very Drea D'Amato and the Sopranos I love this trend I love this aesthetic especially now that it's chilly and I can wear coats and and thick poofy jackets but I'm wondering when it starts warming up How do I translate mob wife aesthetic to like Florida mob wife aesthetic? Hmm. Let me know in the comments. How does one translate New York Northeastern mob wife aesthetic into Southeastern mob wife Florida? Okay. Next trend that I thought was interesting bow stacking we've seen that everywhere just tons of bows it's very feminine and delicate romantic and jessica today when we were chatting she has a gorgeous bow collection right now 
beautiful bow ring. You have to check it out on her website. She was saying that the something that the bow stands for is that it's kind of like full circle. It where you start is where you end and you go through loops. I love that for the bow symbolism. So let's let's love bows in 2024. Ooh, another one I loved, eclectic grandpa. So in 2024, Gen Z and boomers will embrace grandpa core and bring eccentric and expressive elements for the ages to their wardrobe. Think retro streetwear and chic cardigans. I'm an eclectic grandpa. I was always meant to be an eclectic grandpa. Coastal grandma, you're out. It's all eclectic grandpa vibes. Coastal grandma, you're out. It's all eclectic grandpa. And I love that. I'm literally living in my eclectic grandpa era. Gold chains. Look at this fucking cardigan. If this cardigan doesn't scream crazy, like, dimensional grandpa, then I'm doing it wrong. So, eclectic grandpa. I actually think that dovetails into the mob wife aesthetic. Thick gold chains. That northeastern kind of vibe okay so mob wife and eclectic grandpa go hand in hand bow stacking cute coins this year gen z and millennials will take their money and make it a little cuter credit cards will get makeovers piggy banks will be customized and stickers on everything i do like that Ooh, Western goth. This is a fun trend. I mean, you've seen it, a la Lil Nas X. Western goth, your soon-to-be decor obsession, mixes vintage and Americana chic with deep, moody hues. I like that. But it's interesting that the searches related to that are Western bedding, country room ideas, Western mirror, Western gothic. Okay, interesting. Metals, silver tones, and bold chromes metallics oh yeah that's been a thing cafe core at home coffee stations this is mike snyder my husband to a t he has been obsessed with making his little fancy espressos at home it looks like we're on trend rest stops i thought this was interesting too this year people will plan trips that take it extra slow and catch up some z's retreats to laid back locales that offer the opposite of a jam-packed itinerary now i just thought I was leaning towards this because I'm getting older, but it's interesting to see that this is trending and it's more about like slow life and just sounded like bubba gum, slow life, (laughs) slow living and digital detoxing and all of that, which I think is so much more appealing these days. And it's, you know, kind of why St. Pete has become such a popular place because we do embrace that slow chill kind of life and that's something I love about this community and this city and if I want to feel stressed out I can just cross the bridge and go to Tampa okay I found this interesting big talk 2024 will be all about forging deeper connections. Gen Z and millennials will drive this trend, searching for new conversation starters and intimate questions. Okay, see, we're wanting to dive deeper. We're wanting to converse and be more authentic. I love it. 
so yeah i'm gonna see if i can link this to my youtube or something so that you can see this pdf because it's really interesting to see what the trends are especially you know with the younger set what are they trending towards and i don't know if you saw the recent tiktok update but tiktok is encouraging longer video uploads so while a lot of creators and marketers and brands think they have to jump on these quick trends and dance on camera you don't people want to listen and people want to talk and connect which is exactly why i'm still doing this and just didn't throw this microphone out the window after launching my first episode because i really genuinely enjoy connecting and sharing my perspective and hearing what other people have to say and i cannot wait to have my first guest and to talk to somebody else i have a few great people in mind so obviously stay tuned for that because i will share so pinterest trends bravo tv corner i just like have put that as a placeholder forever for the podcast because listen hold on i'm trying to make this look prettier I'm a Bravo fiend. I have always been a Bravo fiend. I have loved Bravo since before I like can even remember. I mean, I was hooked on Housewives of New York and the OC from real early on. So I'm just a really big Bravo stan. Every show across the whole network. And this week has been crazy for Bravo people. So Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. Monica's crazy. I truly think she's insane, but I don't think she should leave the show because that is some crazy, psychotic, single female BS that only Jen Shaw was bringing. So I think we need to keep her, but I don't think she's a good person. I don't know. I feel like she's just going to get more filthy and toxic. And I think she like likes the toxicity that she's bringing and she likes that people are like naming her the villain and all of that so I don't love that but we'll see it's the second part of the reunion came out last night and it was so <laughs> juicy and funny and um southern charm has been really good too really interesting and uh Vanderpump Rules is coming out soon the new season I'm really excited about that I kind of want to plan a watch party so let me know if you want to join and Real Housewives of Miami Okay, so I'm going to start talking about Real Housewives of Miami a little bit because I'm from Miami. I was born and raised there. I actually grew up with one of the housewives' sons in like my school and friend circle. Peter, Alexia is a housewife, ironically. But her son, Peter, was in, in like my friend circle and we may have like kissed or something once or twice, whatever. But it's really juicy to watch this show now. And this is when I was like 15 years old. So 15 years ago, totally different person. We're all, we all make mistakes. But it's so juicy and interesting to see like my hometown gossip on Bravo and people that I know and the other housewives. I've met a ton of them socially through my parents. These are women that have been, you know, pretty well known in the Miami community for many years so watching is just so hilarious i know all of the dirty tea so i'll be maybe like dropping some more of that on the podcast as this season of miami develops because specifically of so yeah i actually like because i grew up knowing you know one of 
the cast members' sons. I I know a few things. I've always wanted to call Watch What Crappens, which is like my favorite podcast, and drop some knowledge, but I don't like to be sketchy, snitchy, or anything like that, but I have a podcast now, so we'll see. But Real Housewives of Miami is so juicy this season. Still, I'm a New York stan through and through. I'll always love Real Housewives of New York, and I think leaving the old cast by the wayside was a terrible move. This new cast just had no chemistry and was so boring to watch. So let's see what Bravo does. If you haven't watched the Real Housewives of New York Legacy Girls Trip, you have to get on it. It's so It was so good. I was smiling and laughing the entire time. I just wanted to go to St. Bart's with them so bad. And Potomac is kind of boring this season, but Married to Medicine is where it's at. There's a reason that show has like 12 seasons. Do not sleep on Married to Medicine. It is so funny this season. Sweet tea. Hilarious. And then Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I just have to mention. There's just a lot going on, but the whole Kyle Richards, Morgan Wade thing. I don't know. I don't know. I wish you would just be open about it. They look great together. I love. I just don't want her to be queer baiting Morgan Wade because she's like leading her on and like giving her maybe this like will she or won't she vibe if they haven't hooked up. So I think that's some queer baiting. and I, I don't like that. But if they're together, why not? And Dorit and PK. My theory is that that robbery was all set up and he knows it. And so she's like really milking this PTSD angle and he knows like, babe, this is a lie. God, my PK accent sucks. Babe, you're lying. This PTSD is a little over exaggerated. <laughs> I think it's because he knows she is lying and she's like trying to make a whole storyline out of having PTSD from this robbery that was staged for insurance money. That's my theory. It's as far as I'm going to go with conspiracies though. Unless you want to bring up the Miami alien because whew, I cannot even talk about that. Try the sleepy girl mocktail. I posted it on St. Pete Gals. Also, Follow St. Pete Gals community if you're local to Tampa Bay. We have some great events coming up. It's a wonderful network of local females, entrepreneurs, creators, and we connect with businesses to have fun, to create content, and to bring visibility to one another and help those local female-owned businesses around our community thrive. So we have a wonderful event with Sadie and Sky Permanent Jewelry taking place February 3rd, which is open to the public. It's going to be so much fun. You can check out St. Pete Gals for the invite to that. So one final story for today. I'm going to close out with my pop single, Cartas de Amor. I had I have some friends who have suggested to use the song as the theme song for Galavision, and I'm considering it. So I'm dropping it here for you to listen to, to watch the music video. Little bit of a backstory on this song. I released it when I was 14 under Sony Records, under the record label. It was on the Billboard Pop Charts for a couple of months and was on the radio for a couple of months and hit the Billboard Pop Charts top 10 Latin pop songs for a period of time. So that was a crazy experience, especially because I was 14. And the way I got there was because I was acting at the time. I started from a young age. My parents were 
in the Hispanic broadcast industry. So from a young age, I really had a love and a passion for all things media and visual arts. I started doing musical theater and acting as far back in elementary school as I can remember and developed that further and further and then started getting into commercial acting, trying to audition for shows, and I landed a soap opera in Spanish called Gabriel Amor Immortal, and it starred Cheyenne, the Latin pop star, the Puerto Rican pop star, who's Ricky, Martin, Ricky Martin's nemesis. And he, it was in the vein of Twilight. It was a vampire soap opera. And I had a role in it. I was somebody's girlfriend. I'm trying to remember exactly what, but I got shot or I got bit, but I was covered in blood, shaking. I had super long fake red nails. They were literally like up to here. I had extensions. I was covered in blood. I got to film with Cheyenne for a couple of days in a hospital, like in the middle of the night. Crazy experience. And I was 14. And then I kind of let it be known that I was also a singer and had the opportunity to be included on the soundtrack of the show, of the soap opera, with my song Cartas de Amor, Letters of Love, that I wrote myself. And then it was produced by Sony and put out on on the soundtrack for the show and it was featured on the show and then it was on the radio for a couple of months hit the pop charts billboard latin top 10 pop charts and yeah i went on like a press tour i was performing live and it was really a beautiful experience but again it all started when i was like 14 so by like 15 16 17 i was trying to keep the momentum from the single going with other projects and I think, you know, I just, it frustrated me because it's a lot of work to get into that industry and to do that, to be a performer full time. So I was leaving school quite a bit to do castings and, and to audition for different things and to do that show and, you know, filming late into the night and then having to go to history class the next morning for a test at 7 a.m. was tough. So I decided to put that to the side and to go to University to Florida State where I focused on communications and digital media studies and obviously that opened an entirely new path for me which I'm so thankful for but that performer always lives inside of me so I'm happy that I get to kind of access her with with hosting really <laughs> so I hope you enjoy Cartas de Amor Letters of Love you can actually listen to it on iTunes or download it's a banger So this was a Spanish talk show that I performed on. Probably can say it was like the Hispanic Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Alexis Valdez. We had like almost the same name. It was weird. I was 15 there. He, okay. He asked me if I felt ready as an artist. And my response is, estoy ready. <laughs> Hey, man, you know, if you can't remember a word in Spanish, find the English. Estoy ready. Estoy ready. So he's asking me about the song and how it was part of the series Gabriel. Gabriel. So I was the youngest actress, the youngest cast member on the show. And I'm saying that this is my dream. 
to be a performer. And he's asking if I drive my family crazy. And my response is, I bring the happiness to my house. Que traigo la felicidad a la casa. <laughs> my God, I was so snazzy. I'm going to close out tonight with a little bit of Cartas de Amor for your listening pleasure. Here it is. Stay tuned for the next episode of Galavision. But first, be sure to follow me at The Gala Life on Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube, where you can subscribe to The Gala Vision for podcast videos or listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, que te resbale. Someone's going to talk shit to you. Que te resbale. Let it slide. Oh. Ya no lo 